Hello everyone and welcome to Coffee Break. I'm your host Leon L and tonight we're going to be talking about the ghost of Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, a lot of people that uh, have seen the artifacts of Bonnie and Clyde, like their automobile and various other things, the guns, the glasses, and various other things, they said they get an eerie feeling, especially around Bonnie and, Bonnie and uh, Clyde's car that had the bullet hole shot through it. Um, a lot of people say when they go see that car, they get a, a lot of eerie feelings. You know, eerie feelings, they said, just uh, something don't feel right after seeing that automobile. Maybe Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow's uh, spirits are lingering in that automobile. Um, some people say being around the gun that uh, Clyde had and Bonnie had, um, they get eerie feelings about that. Um, I'm going to tell you uh, here um, the ghosts of Bonnie and Clyde. I ran this article the other day, and uh, it, it starts out as Bonnie Parker and Clyde Burrow were two of America's most famous gangsters during the Great Depression. The two met originally in 1930 in Dallas, Texas. They both came from desperate poverty and both had utter contempt for authority. Bonnie, 19, fell madly in love with the 21-year-old Clyde. Shortly after their first meeting, Clyde was sent to jail for burglary. Bonnie managed to smuggle a gun to him and aided his escape. But Clyde was recaptured and served a 12-month sentence. Once out, he hooked up with Bonnie again in 1932, swearing never to go back to prison. Bonnie, knowing Clyde would probably end up dead, vowed to die with him. The couple spent the next 21 months on the road with others who became known as the Barrows Gang. They quickly moved from petty uh, theft into bank robberies, kidnapping, and murder. It is stated that Bonnie didn't shoot anyone, but she would reload Clyde's guns. The crime spree spanned the rural parts of Texas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, and Missouri. Uh, at the time, the Yellow Press at the time uh, said that the pair's exploits for many Depression area Americans, they became a badly needed form of entertainment. But the reality was, Bonnie and Clyde carried out ruthless bank and store robberies where sometimes they kidnapped or wounded their victims. Clyde and various gang members murdered 13 people, two of whom were police officers. The pair actually didn't live up to their glamorized image, but they did leave a bloodbath in their wake. <clears throat> it goes on to say, they managed, they managed to elude the police for almost two years, but as the crimes began, became more violent, law enforcement doubled and then tripled their efforts. The police did not take kindly to cop killers. In the end, one of their own gang members betrayed them. This happened in May of 1934. The couple was driving a backwooded road near their hideout at Benville Parish, Louisiana, when police officers from Texas and Louisiana set up a roadblock near Gibbsland, Louisiana. These five officers ambushed the stolen car Bonnie and Clyde were in, and within minutes, the car was riddled with over 100 bullets. 
Bonnie got her wish. Her body was found dead, slumped over Clyde's. The two bodies were lowered from the site, still in the car, or they were towed from the site, still in the car. Before this was done, however, onlookers managed to snip hair and other souvenirs from their bodies. One man even tried to cut off Clyde's ear and trigger finger, but the officers managed to stop him. Since their deaths, many people claim their ghosts still remain. The most active of these hauntings is at the site in the wooded area near where they were shot and killed in Louisiana. Today, a weather-worn marker is placed at the spot where Bonnie and Clyde's car rode off the road. Many visitors to the spot have reported strange and mist showing up in their photographs. Most state that these strange lights appeared in just one of the many photos they took. Uh, now here's the car that I was talking about that people said that they uh, get weird feelings and, and uh, bad vibes about when they're around this car. Um, it said the car itself is also considered haunted by their ghost. For 30 years, this blood-splattered, bullet-ridden V8 Ford death car, it is, as it is known, was a popular attraction at carnivals, amusement parks, flea markets, and state fairs. It is estimated that it made various owners millions of dollars. Now let's see, it says various owners. Now I wonder how many car, uh, how many people actually own that automobile. Um, it said today, now today the car is in, is in Nevada. It says today the car is displayed in a room along with Clyde Burrow's uh, bloodstained bullet hold shirt at Whiskey Pete's Casino in Prime, Nevada, just across the border from California. Um, it says several people have viewed the Ford over the years slate they got a creepy unnatural feeling as they stood near it yet again many people have taken photographs of this car have picked up strange uh, things in the pictures like orbs um, one hotel that Bonnie and Clyde stayed at for several nights during their crime spree was the Baker Hotel in Mineral, Mineral Wells Texas it is stated they haunt two Pacific areas of the hotel, the Brazos room and the ballroom. Uh, now getting back to that orbs about the car, I've seen this on YouTube. The car is actually encased like in glass. Now, I wouldn't think any dirt would actually get in there. Even on a camera, you know, you would see dirt particles flying around. But if it's sealed up in, in glass, there's no dirt's gonna get it. It's gonna get into that uh, thing. So it has to be some kind of orb paranormal orbs or uh, something like that uh, it says here some feel now getting back to the uh, the ballroom and the Brazos room at this hotel it says some feel their ghosts are still present because they are reliving fond memories others say that is it is several objects the hotel owns that keep their ghosts active for the hotel once had Bonnie's 38 revolver on display as well as photographs of her and Clyde. The hotel also once displayed a poem that Bonnie wrote for Clyde. Now, if Bonnie and Clyde are actually at that hotel, they're haunting that hotel. Um, now, what would be holding her there? Well, it could be the poem or it could very well be the gun coat. I've heard cases where uh, 
people are attracted to things and don't want to let those things go. So, you know, maybe that's why when people buy furniture, say at thrift stores or something like that, or pawn shops or anywhere they buy it, at flea markets or wherever the case may be where they buy this stuff, um, maybe it has a presence that's connected to it. Maybe that's how all these spirits get in, get in uh, people's homes is because of something that they bought where a spirit is lingering onto that and don't want to let it go. Um, okay, it says that Bonnie's 38 revolver was on display and uh, the photographs her and Clyde and also uh, displayed a poem. So either maybe the poem is holding her there or the 38 revolver. But it did say that Bonnie never used her gun. She would never use a gun. So I'm tending to lead towards the poem. Um, it says here, some state that a video of a ghostly woman wearing a long, old-fashioned gown walking from one pillar to the next in the hotel lobby resembles Bonnie. Unfortunately, this video has been made private recently. Now, they say there's a, a ghostly woman wearing a long, old-fashioned gown. Now, now, when you say old-fashioned, do you mean like the 1800s? Do you mean the early 1900s? They didn't specify, so it could very well be somebody else. It could be another ghost that's uh, walking those premises. Because um, it says, a ghostly woman wearing a long, old-fashioned gown. Well, it could be somebody from the 1800s. You know, it could be somebody looking for their lost love or something like that. Um, it says, the Baker Hotels on the National Register of Historic, Place, of Historic Places Presently, the hotel is closed. In 2010, a restoration was started so the hotel can be reopened. Um, and on the back, on the down here, uh, they have a video of uh, the deaf car uh, where it shows Bonnie and Clyde's final moments uh, after they've been shot. It shows them that their Bonnie is over the top of uh, Clyde. Um, that, that video there is on YouTube if, if you want to check it out. Um, I don't know, I don't know if you would actually say that car is haunted. I mean, it very well could be haunted. Maybe, you know, Clyde and, uh, and, uh, Bonnie is connected some way to that car because, you know, that's where they got killed at with those hundred, hundred, uh, bullet, bullet shots, you know, all over their vehicle, which by the way, that car, they never owned that car. They actually stole that car and they used it as the getaway car. So Bonnie and Clyde never actually owned that car. Somebody else owned that car and it was stolen. Um, but they could be, they could be uh, very well connected to that car. Maybe that's why the people are getting these eerie feelings and everything else. Um, but like, if you want, uh, YouTube has got that video. If you want to check it out, is it? I watched. It's very kind of interesting. Um, but if you have young children, don't let the young children watch this. You, you don't want that. Um, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of violent. It has a lot of violent tendencies in this video. So you really don't want young people looking at that. Um, I want to thank everybody for stopping in tonight to the coffee break. And I'm your host, Leon L and everybody have a good and safe evening. Good night.